This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. BT knows that businesses come in many shapes, sizes and guises, from the person just starting out at their kitchen table to the biggest employer, which is why no matter what line of work you're in, they've got your back to help you succeed and do what you do best. Whatever your business, BT's got your back. Search BT's got your back. This is your Times evening briefing for Monday the 29th of May. The civil service's largest union claims white staff are twice as likely to be promoted as their non-white colleagues. In a letter to the Cabinet Office Permanent Secretary, which has been seen by the Times, the PCS unions accused Whitehall of racist institutional bias. General Secretary Mark Sawatka says there's no other plausible explanation for the figures they've uncovered, which are reportedly even worse for black colleagues. Times political reporter Geraldine Scott says this development isn't surprising as she's covered similar incidents. We had one cabinet office worker, for example, who tries to take their own life due to what they called prolonged racial bullying. That um, We've had a leaked report about bullying and racism being rife in the cabinet office, including um, people feeling like their ideas are dismissed but would have been accepted if they were white, suffering microaggressions. And of course, there is racism in our society. The government says it's committed to ensuring the civil service represents the country it serves at all levels. And there's already been a rise in staff from different backgrounds and locations. The Metropolitan Police and NHS are being urged to sit down and work out a plan on dealing with mental health incidents. The head of London's police force says that from September, officers will only attend such call-outs if there's a threat to life. Sarah Hughes is the chief executive of charity Mind. She's worried the system can't tolerate this approach and has told Times Radio officers are often crucial for supporting those in mental health crises. Ultimately, sometimes the police are the only people that can help uh, an individual get from A to B when they are incredibly distressed. So they're part of the system. They're not entirely the solution, but they are part of the response that we have to get right for people. And whilst I understand the priorities uh, are vast across uh, policing at the moment, we can't have a situation where people with mental illness are regarded as a burden. Spain's Prime Minister Pedro Sánchez has dissolved Parliament and called a snap election in July. It's after his left-wing coalition government suffered heavy losses in regional votes, casting doubt over Sánchez's future. His call for a vote has been seen as an attempt to head off internal party plots to get rid of him, as the election wasn't meant to happen until December. Jennifer Omani is a journalist based in Madrid and has told Times Radio while it's an unexpected move, Sánchez has always been a high-risk politician. He's always played these sort of big bets at crucial moments. There's a huge risk right now, as he is in a coalition with the far-left Podemos party, who were almost wiped from the electoral map last night, that people could see him as no longer having a mandate to govern in that coalition. So he's putting it to the people and saying, um, you know, what do you want The Times has revealed campaigners against China's authoritarian government are having personal details shared with its tax authorities without their knowledge. There are fears that information could be used to target the activists. It's happened via a scheme under which some countries share basic financial information about nationals living in each other's countries to try and curb tax evasion. You can hear more on these stories throughout the day on Times Radio. 